Tierney. Hello. 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 Oh. <laughs> oh, well, in today's edition so far. <laughs> oh, Kim hasn't put a, like she hasn't put a full makeup on to no, join us I, like last I have, time. I have already, however, begun this 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 uh, episode of our <laughs> regular conversations. With the realization that I didn't switch my patch. <laughs> it's like nicotine patch. Like, yeah, I'm like, yeah. yeah. HRT. Yeah. And so, which I I feel good about. And thank you to Jesus and to, uh, what's her name, McCall? Davina. Oh, Davina. Davina. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, Davina, for all the, the, the uh, for HRT. Not yeah. that you've given it to us. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm amazed that we have access to that. I'm going to feed my dog, so I'm going to mute. Okay. Oh, <laughs> That's cool to mention the menopause, actually. Oh, isn't absolutely. It? Well, I think it's funny, isn't it? Because we were thinking, well, let's chat about aging today. Yeah. I just think there's so many normalized bits of aging that we just do not talk about, do we? And we don't. Amazing. And for some reason, they're just yeah. behind doors or shame-filled or whatever they are. I don't know what it is. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I found the older I get, the more I, you know, that youth is wasted on the young thing. That's so true, you know, like... You just, what, what did you say, Sonny? Youth is wasted on the young. Yeah. Yes. Uh, whoever said that, probably. That's a really good quote. Yeah. That's so true, isn't it? Yeah. Probably wild or something. But, the, yeah, and it really feels like that. I was thinking yeah. um, today that I just wasted so much time caring about stuff that isn't important and 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 also yeah like you say and now as you get older you realize actually people don't really talk about reaching the middle age other than this kind of weird middle-aged what do they call it middle-aged crisis midlife crisis midlife crisis that thank you yeah Mm. but then i wonder as well like just the cultural appreciation of people who are older as well um Mm. it's interesting isn't it like in some different cultures that the older people are really revered um but i just i was really interested and i again i don't know i need to find out who said this fact that your 60s are the most productive time of your life wow i know because then you have left behind the insecurity of all that your youth can carry uh-huh. you know who you are and you can just dial right in there and into your 60s is your most productive decade yeah. i can imagine that actually yeah well you know awkward as it may feel but people who are married or in relationships they uh, suggest that they have the great and research on married couples in their 60s also suggests that they have the greatest level of satisfaction in their relationships, including sexually. They're not having sex in their 60s, are they? She says, ironically. Oh, it's like your granny. <laughs> you know, isn't it funny, though? Like, I think. It's, it's just interesting how these become 
taboos yeah. to even talk about. Yeah. But at the same time, on you know, in research that there, people are experiencing the greatest life satisfaction, I wonder how it serves us to say that getting old is bad. Yeah. It's great. Mm. What are our options? Mm. Yeah, totally. So we're, we have some significant birthdays in our group in the next week. Rhoda is turning 40 yeah. and I'm turning 50. And I, I love this quote, Viktor Frankl quote that says that our 40s are the old age of youth. Oh, I love that. that <laughs> fit, and 50 is that you, it's so good. 40 is the old age of youth. 50 or our 50s are the youth of old age. <gasps> and I I really experienced that in my 40s. And I anticipating 50, I I feel this rising lack of concern about the superficial things. Mm, I love that coming. And like uh, yeah. Like, and, and a desire to make changes, not for the external acknowledgement, but the internal gratification, mm. like this whole couch to 5k, I'm doing it because it makes me feel good. Cause it improves my mental health. And because I want to, I don't, I'm not preparing for a race or trying to reach a number and that is freedom. Yeah. And I'm not trying to lose fat or change my body. I'm trying to change myself, my, my insight so that I feel better. Mm. And then I'm, that's a shift. Mm. Love it, Kami. Love it. Love you, Ro. I love you too, Kami. <laughs> you so, too, Sunny. I love you too, too. I'm, yeah. I'm just thinking about you, Sunny, because I, I was just thinking about our lockdown 50th birthday <laughs> party for you. Oh, Sunny. <gasps> oh that was so sweet. And we, we made some frozen. cinnamon buns and we came and sat in your garden. It was like the driveway, and... wasn't it, really? Yeah. And it was, oh, yeah. And it was yeah. freezing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then you're like, you're two years into the youth of your old age. Yeah. So then, how, like, yeah. what do you feel, Kimmy, and uh, Sunny, sorry, coming into your 50s then? What's that felt like for you? Just, uh, like uh, what Kim was saying, just like really not giving too much of a shit about what everyone mm. else thinks, you know, like yeah. a real freedom in, okay. Uh, I mean, I guess a little kind of uh, reflection on, oh crap, you know, that stuff like, oh, I'll do that when I get slimmer. I'll do that when I earn more. I'll do that when I'm, you know, yeah in three years time or I'll get to do that when I'm in my 40s like and then you realize actually oh, oh okay I've got to another point where those things are not likely to happen yeah <laughs> like in a big way you know I can't turn back time and so there's been a little bit of um especially culturally because I'm uh, you know living in the Netherlands where old a aging is um seems to be a lot healthier you know the oh. majority of the people that you see um because I live quite rurally and on the coast and stuff that you see people in their 60s and 70s out on their bikes as couples as friends in groups mm. <clears throat> they're out every day I see the neighbors going for walks every day mostly cycling mm. um as a light routine like every day just getting out getting some fresh air you know they've got all the kit 
they've got baskets with dogs in and all the rest of it. And I was thinking, wow, you know, to be brought up in a culture that does that as a routine thing and then you're mm. en entering old age in quite a healthy way. Mm. Well, that's different in cities and in, in, you know, in different environments and stuff. But mm. yeah, so it's a bit of point of reflection of like, okay, if I haven't done it now, what is it I actually really truly want to do with the next mm. 20, 30 years, whatever. And there's no real like, oh, I'll do that when I'm. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So yeah. Like, it's just like, okay, this is who you are. This is what you've got to work with. <laughs> there's a level of <laughs> in a of good acceptance. way and a bad way you know like like, yeah. like what do you want to do like and just yeah caring less about uh external stuff you know yeah yeah I and mean, i think it's different i was listening to uh marianne keys and tara flynn's podcast this morning uh what are they? What, what's it called something about asking them questions anyway uh, absolutely brilliant and in true menopausal brain style I forgot what I was going to say <laughs> <laughs> you think of it but I was I was just thinking about that quote that my pastor in California Erwin McManus said and I remember hearing this in my 30s and it haunting me then there comes a time in life when somebody telling you that you have potential is no longer a compliment, yeah. <laughs> you know? And I, <laughs> hello, I was haunted by that in my thirties, but there's also, you know, people will often say to, to me and to people of our age groups, uh, oh, you look so good for your age. Now, nobody says that to a 25 year old, you look so good for your age. No, they don't because, you know, that's not, you don't say that to a 15 year old. You don't usually say that to a 30 year old, but then to a 50 year, you know, you're getting old when people say that. But I, I also uh, was, was just, yeah, Sonny, did you think of it? Did you think yeah. of your, yeah. yeah, what was it? Tell us. <laughs> oh, it was just quickly. They were talking about, cause they're, they're 50 in their early 50s and they were talking about instagram and like the mm, yeah of like the external validation of things and and i think i i was so so pleased i didn't grow up in the time when all of that was around um uh, you know, it was bad enough without it and but also i was thinking gosh my instagram is full of like recipes and puppies and <laughs> <laughs> follow any anybody or anything that's about how they look like it's an uh or i mean yeah so i think it's really also about your point of view and what you what feeds your um opinion and and belief mm. as well mm. i just don't have that i just I, you know and i don't seem to get well yeah don't get targeted with that i get yeah of like american doctors and like middle-aged american mm. men profiles following me for like mm. a week and then they go away again it's really odd isn't it and then yeah. virgins you know they're all in the army and interesting <laughs> weirdest profiles <laughs> we should design a personality profile based on what ads you get yeah, oh. yeah. um they're doing that on the bbc on americast they huh? have set up some profiles social media profiles and are looking at what they get 
um, in their feed um, about American politics, basically. So they're yeah. um, so, oh, that's fascinating. Different demographic demographics. So there's a a lady called Mariana. Give me, I can't remember her, her last name, but she's called Misinformation because that's what she looks like. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. amazing. Anyway, so that's yeah. worth a listen. But yeah. That yeah. is. Sorry, yeah, Kim, I what had... were you going to carry on with? Oh, it's a very important thought. I <laughs> once had somebody, after I turned 40, I decided to chop my hair off and dye it bright fuchsia pink with black highlights. Um, with black highlights yeah on halloween under under low lights low lights and um i did it on halloween so people thought it was part of my costume and then it wasn't but um (laughs) but (laughs) but but, um but uh it's gone whatever i was gonna say is gone I love this. It's this podcast is what I uh, uh, it's the authentic experience right here, isn't it? Just like, like just your brain's a whole decade younger. Like so how how is it <laughs> what we think it's about gone. what you're trying to say? How Imagine, is it turning forty? How is it turning forty? Yeah. Um I don't I do you know what? I've never really been a, a great clocker of age, mm-hmm. to be honest. I don't, I think, I don't know when that first sort of started. Maybe it's because my memory's always been quite bad, so I'm not quite sure how old I am most of the time. Um, But like, yeah, no, I just, I think for me, the decades are interesting when they start to roll in, but I'm not one of these that's like, oh my goodness, I'm 40, like this is, Mm -hmm. this is terrible. Like, or, you know, or even have, I think as I get older, you just kind of realize that, you know, life is there to take mm. and you just mm. keep living it, don't you? And regardless, like, I really hope by the time I'm 80, maybe even 90, that I'm still in that frame of mind. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. life is there for living. Don't matter how old. I just watched a lady today who runs two 10 kilometer runs every week and she is 84 years old. Oh, wow. Wow. Like, I just like a lot and she just has this mindset life is there for taking like I'm just gonna this is what I'm gonna do and I'm like and regardless of what that is whether it's a 10k run painting a picture whatever that looks like you know just you know life's there so yeah so no I think I think that as we get older as we mature we start to realize some stuff don't we and Mm -hmm. things come into alignment and I think it's just good isn't it just being able to as you were saying Sunny be in that place comparison ah that's an old game isn't it like you know it's just going to take so much energy and if I compare myself to my peers or those older or those like it's just it's energy that I don't so um so yeah it's just just yeah trying to be authentically ourselves isn't it absolutely and it's having that yeah and I think there's a real honesty in that isn't there there's a real like we're we're being more honest with ourselves too um in order to be okay with who we are and like how we Mm. present ourselves Mm. um and I think I think it's sort of showing up as you in all your different places as well isn't it Mm. so and I I just I quite Mm. like the kind of I mean I get shocked sometimes you know if I'm talking you know to a client whatever and then realize I, I I could actually be like a grandparent or, <laughs> a child or something you know my reference points is are well out of, <laughs> out of date but um but yeah so I, I but I quite 
I quite like the freedom in that. If if mm-hmm. that there is a mass, you know, if I'm talking to someone in their twenties, there is a huge generation gap, and they, you know, that that can be an interesting thing to to look around, and then you know, you're thinking about their parent role, and you know, there's all sorts of stuff in there. Yeah, that's quite interesting yeah. to kind of name, really. You know, and it's, I quite mm. often say, look, I'm, you know, I get that, you know, middle-aged white person, it's really easy for me to say this, yeah, totally. da, da, da. you know, what's that like in your experience? And yeah, thing. so well, I think if we name it, it's, it's all there it, to talk about, isn't it? It's massive. Mm. Well, I was just, I was just reflecting as you're talking there, Sonny, two of my good friends, one of them is Kimmy's son, who is like six going on seven genuinely one of my best friends on the planet like I love the conversations <laughs> with Henry yeah and like I can't wait for the future ones through the, through our lifespan as well yeah. like because I'm just like he genuinely is a friend that I would go to to ask advice for right now like yes. six mm. and seven. but he has like a, 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 a wisdom that I'm like of course why would I not see it that way mm. but yeah. equally we have a care home at the end of our road and I've just been making friends with one of the guys who lives in the care home and he's in his late 80s now. And I love the conversations with him. Yeah. But like, I, I don't stop to think, oh, you're in your 80s. Do you know what I mean? I'm just like, yeah. you are you. Mm. <laughs> you are you. Yeah. you know, it's just like so beautiful. Like those friendships from, yeah, don't matter about age, does it? No. And I think, no, I let, I'm just thinking about that. There's a, a meme. I think it's a painting. It's an image of a an, an frail, older woman I believe and then um her in her shadow it's like a Peter Pan touch toe in her shadow on the wall is her as a dancer and I I I remember as a little girl going to see family members in nursing homes and I remember one particular season they and we would sing with the girl guides we called them girl scouts we'd go for Christmas carols we'd go sing and then I remember some of the homes would have pictures of the 80 year old Alzheimer's patient or the 78 year, whatever, uh, 90, hundred year old people, but they'd have the pictures of them as young people. Oh. And I remember just looking at these pictures, trying to see the person sitting in front of me. And I remember that. And again, eighties, I remember that Christmas carols, but most of the time then we'd be, they'd tell us we could go around with our leaders and meet the, the people. They wanted to touch our hands. They wanted to shake our hands and hold our hands. And they wanted to tell us their stories. Mm. I think that is so much of what this life is. We want to tell our stories. We want to have people, we want to be heard. Mm. We want to share our stories and tell our stories. There's that cave painting in our, uh, is it in Argentina where centuries ago, centuries and centuries ago, even then people want to know they make a mark on this world. And, and I think about the magic of love, Mm. you know, you said life is there for the taking and we think it's something we have to do or keep Mm. up with. Mm. Um, But actually when I do what I love doing, that invites others to do what they love doing it's not comparison but inspiration like that marianne williamson quote that says it's not you know it's not our it's not our darkness that we're afraid of it's our light it's our power it's not our weakness that we're afraid of it's our our there's a beautiful quote but but that (laughs) that our power 
that we are limitless, that we are all uh, loved. That's, that's a frightening and vulnerable thought mm. that we don't have anything to earn. You know, mm. I think. Love it. Yeah. That's a big lesson, not- I think, if, especially if you like missed out on some of that is, is that you don't have to earn your mm. place in the world. Like you you are already here, you know? And I think, yeah, I yes. think one of the things that reminds me is it's not that you stop striving as you get older but you just kind of look up to see where you've got to like um you know in your third you know when you're striving to get your career off the ground and you're striving to I don't know set up a home or you know like trying to find out what your purpose is and what what it is you really want to do with life and what the pressures are externally from family who expect you to be a certain thing or do a certain thing or um achieve a certain thing um um, level of education and all of that and then you get uh, you get somewhere and you think well I'm probably about as qualified as I'm going to be like so (laughs) you know there isn't like what am I going to do when I grow up stuff um it's more like okay so this is where I've got and now I'm just building and consolidating on the things I've learned you know I mean obviously we never stop learning but yeah I guess it's that element of like striving against something. Yeah. I always think of if someone's got a, uh, sorry, Rose, when someone's got their mm-hmm. hand up against somebody's head and they're trying to kind of walk or hit them. I always yeah. think of striving. I always think of that, like, like, or somebody against the rain with a brolly, you know? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Sorry, Rose. And then I've, I've got, I just have that phrase, like all striving cease in my head. Like, mm. It's so exhausting, isn't it? Like it's like, what are we striving for? What are we like, you know? And just even having that, um, yeah. Just what does it look like, actually? You know, to partner with those who are in their older years yeah. to really learn yeah. and and figure yeah. out, and you know, because then you just look back and think over the last. Like, you don't want to live in regret, right? Yeah. But um, at the same time, there's learning there, isn't there? Of like, actually, what does really matter? How can we find mm. that out at younger age? Like, mm. even what Kimmy's talking about, how can we find out about what we're really strong at from a young age so we can just lean in mm. <laughs> to those places? and it's yeah. not about doing a fast track through life so you don't have to get no. like go through the pain or anything like that life no. you know life mm. brings us stuff doesn't it but mm. yeah there's something about that isn't it of just like what are some of those stories that we pick up along the way that we need mm. to lay down that just um get in the way mm. well and we started this conversation about menopause and i think there's a lot of narratives we we tell ourselves and i'll speak for myself as the non-married single woman in the group that in our circle of friends <clears throat> i really started i coming up to 50 i really recognized on a blind spot for myself that i thought my attractiveness had an expiration date or my attractive mm. you know my value sexually had an an expiration date Mm. you know I mean not I don't know that my attractiveness yeah that Mm. I I might be wise and stuff but that that it's almost hmm but yeah like a like Mm. who who if I enter my age I'm not online dating currently but if I were to enter my age into an online dating uh website then what what options would I have and that's Mm. just not truth and I think 
mm. what, you, what we were talking about comparison, what you were saying, Sunny, it's about finding the right mirrors, mm. you know, our Instagram, our suggested ads and the, the, the things that come up in our feed are, are one mirror, mm. but we need to find the right mirrors. And if we spend time with people who see the worst in us, they're not the right mirrors. We, you know, at the same time, if we spend time with the people who just think we're amazing and never have any, any challenge or, or nudge for us or hope for us beyond what we are currently, you know, managing, then we're also not in the right, right, holding up the right mirrors. And that like Donald Trump, you know, (laughs) (laughs) what did you say? You'd end up like Donald Trump. <laughs> oh my word! He's insulated he himself with some... everybody telling him how wonderful he is. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or they're challenging him, and he doesn't hear it because he's so True. much looking at the mirrors of himself. You yeah. know, yeah, yeah. There's something yeah. I always talk to clients about is is you know coming out of um, being unwell or um, physically or mentally emotionally and coming out go stress like it's always like who could you have a coffee with who could you go and see because you know it's in in our really good friends that we we see ourselves you know like they remind us who we really are and so it's not just about mm. the energy to socialize it, it will you know it's also restorative it like just always reminds you uh, a good friend you know that they you can see how they see you when you're with them yes I just think that that that's really important mm. so maybe save that one for the next yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. The other th- sorry go on just the other thought with that is i've just recently read this meme on instagram that said something like uh challenging the narrative that nobody will be able to love people and people will never be able to love us until we truly love ourselves mm. and actually what you said just challenges that idea that you, mm. you have to love yourself first but there are times in life when we don't love ourselves well mm-hmm. and we need people to come alongside of us and point us back to who we are around mm. us we're mm. all just walking each other home mm. and i i i think there's you know i bessel van der Kolk, I'm, I'm on to this book the body keeps the score and and there's a i was um reading about a a research program now on arthritis based on his work and they found that simple exercises and self-compassion for people Mm. with rheumatoid arthritis doing practices of yoga gratitude prayer you know music those things and practicing self simple self-compassion improved people's experiences of pain that there were research that showed that the pain triggers didn't change the physical symptoms the physical expression of it didn't change but their perception of the pain changed when they exercised self-compassion wow yeah massive massive so what are we doing to like the other thing is like how we celebrate these um big big numbers <laughs> yeah yeah and and um you guys are doing this differently aren't you yeah yeah so kim what are you doing well 
I am just going to pause because my daughter has now called three times. <laughs> um, and I think I probably need to take her call. Okay. Can I, can I re rejoin the call in a moment? Yeah, of course. Okay. Okay. So we're back. Back better than ever. <laughs> you even have a background now, Kim. That's so cool. In trying to unmute yourself, you've got to put your background on. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll finish up by so how how um how are we celebrating your our aging birthday girls? Yeah. Go, Kemi, because you come up first. You're on this week. Yeah, I'm turning 50 on Thursday. I think I've told everybody and their brother this. <laughs> I And I'm telling people because I want to own it, right? Yeah. So, you know, when what we were saying about people often um, will say, oh, you look great for your age. But I want to I challenge that notion and just suggest that this is what 50 looks like. This is yeah. what 50 feels like. This yeah. is 50. Cool. Um, so I, it, when I was in uni in the Midwest in the United States at University of Illinois, ILL, I, uh, I, we would have in my sorority, we'd have a barn dance where we'd, again, it was in the cornfields of Illinois and we would, our sorority would get a, you know, hire a local barn, they do hay rides and stuff. And so I have had this vision for the last 10 years of a barn dance. So on Saturday night, uh, if you think you didn't get invited, you should have been, by the way, you, you just let me know and come on down, come on down. We're having a no, potluck. So everyone's bringing something to share as a bring and share. And I've got Phil Salmon on DJ and um, it's at, I won't share where I'm having it necessarily. <laughs> there might be too many people. No, I'm just kidding. But, um, but yeah, so I wanted to have a barn dance to really celebrate. And, and at the same time on my actual birthday, I just want to have a small family dinner with my nearest and dearest. My, my daughters are coming home. My son is in, is living, you know, abroad. So he, he won't be able to come home, but um, just my nearest and dearest small family dinner, but then a big party on Saturday. And it's, you know, it's more just to, just to, in, to celebrate my life. Like mm -hmm. I'm alive. I'm 50. There's a great Saturday Night Live skit, which is, was Molly Shannon. And, um, I want to, at some point perform this and make sure I share it somewhere where she would, she would, she was wearing like a leotard. And um, she's like, I can jump, stretch, and kick because I'm 50, 50 years old. So on Saturday night, I am going to be jumping, stretching, and kicking in my cowboy boots for my barn dance because I'm 50. I'm going to tell everybody. I'm not from the South, however. Oh, you are so funny. <laughs> Awesome. What about you, Ro? You're you're having a, you know, it's funny because I think these 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 important birthdays force us to reflect, yeah. don't they? No. So, so I turn forty next week, and yeah, it's been it's a tender old time for me. I lost my dad this year, and he would have been the chief instigator of celebration um, mm. at all of my big birthdays to date, and I think it's just tender knowing that he won't be here. Like you know, mm, and so, sure. 
I have taken a different tack. Like I love, I have loved uh, bigger parties, but actually as I get older, the more introverted side of me, I think is emerging <laughs> increasingly. And actually that feels overwhelming for me, like to have a room full of people. And so for me, um, my, my actual birthday will look like a, a dinner with a few folk from um, near where we live um, and some friends in the city. And um, I'm going to take a night away with my husband and just um, hang out with him. That'll be just lovely. And go to, I've asked him to take me to Ikea for lunch. Like that's what <laughs> oh, I really want to do. Uh, um, go through the, the antique stores and just do that and then um yeah and then I just wanted to gather a few other girls from the city so we're going to do a um river dip uh, oh. at the end of October together um Scotland, who I've journeyed with since I was like 11 we were going to get together for a weekend and celebrate and then have another friend's weekend as well so it's just yeah just little bits um, yeah. as I go that just feels like yeah that's that's the way to go this year mm. it's funny I think it's there's no there's no right or wrong way to do to do birthdays you know and mm. like it's funny isn't it there's less expectation last year i had covid remember oh, on my yeah, birthday you oh. did. And, and the honest truth oh. was like rhoda again with the cinnamon rolls you delivered those <laughs> uh and my friend my you know my friend natalie and my friend helen henry's grandma came over and honestly there was a comfort and a relief in not having to do anything mm-hmm. yeah do you know what i mean yeah. Like I think I remember Natalie brought over like vitamins and she had juiced celery and it was like very, very <laughs> loving gifts. But yeah. yeah, yeah, bless. But I didn't really mind. Some some years are like that. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Yay! Right. Well, I'll just apologize for some of the sound stuff for people listening because that might have been a bit irritating. It's gone off and on. But anyway. We're not professionals. <laughs> it's real life. It's real life. It's real well, life. just got Maybe a very I'll... large microphone in front of me. Yeah, them. I was going to say, we'll send my son round to you, uh, Sonny, who insisted <laughs> that I use this very large microphone because that's what you do, apparently. I, I don't know. <laughs> it's very impressive, Ro. <laughs> well, and I have an impressive background, you know. I, I was trying to change the volume, and next thing I know, I, I was on... Uh, I've got avatars and everything. <laughs> right, I don't know. Thank you. Oh, love you. Love you. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.